Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's Jessica Motter, and I'm here with a wonderful friend, Bobby O'Keefe, today. Uh, we are joining you from Olathe, Kansas. Um, Bobby and I met a little while back, probably a, what, a, over a, a year, year two years ago, maybe. Um, and so we reconnected again. Um, it's just amazing to reconnect with friends. And as we've been talking, our stories are very similar. Um, and I know we were, we were discussing like our paths and just how, um, we've had, you know, similar experiences and we know that our message will impact someone or help someone. And so as we're sharing our story, um, maybe this is something for you, or maybe it's something for someone else, but, um, we hope that you can share it with others. Um, we just want to spread great positive news. We want to share things that have helped us, helped us move, um, past, you know, our subconscious, um, sabotaging that have helped us move into, um, you know, having experiences and, um, helping others, um, helping us recode. Um, and we've had both similar backgrounds, um, both being in corporate America previously, um, and so can you just share with us, Bobby, more of your story? So kind of tell us who you are, who you've been, where have you worked? Um, how did that work and kind of create an identity for you as well? Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. 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 You want to share more about you? Sure. So, um, I've worked in corporate America for the last 20 or so plus years. Um, I was a pretty, ambitious young person and put myself through college and worked a corporate job and um, ended up uh, in 2014, 2013, actually let's go 2012. Um, I ended up really thinking about coaching, personal life coaching. And I was introduced to a guy named Brendan Bouchard oh, cool. and he's awesome. And yeah, I've is. gone through uh, some of his program and have uh watched him online and also, you know, in person. And, um, I ended up going through another coaching program called IPEC, which is energy leadership. And mm -hmm. it really resonated with me and, um, helped me kind of relook at how I thought and how I looked at reframing the way I was thinking helped me understand what limited beliefs were. And, um, I became a certified energy leadership coach through IPEC in 2013. Um, at that time in my job and career, I was just getting burnt out at that point. And so I actually made the leap and I quit my job in 2014 in January and decided I'm going to go do consulting work and coaching. And so I ended up doing pretty well for a couple of years, um, but then uh, an opportunity came by that I couldn't refuse and took the job and ended up doing consulting work for a company and it was a regular paycheck. So I was starting to feel comfortable and it was, it was great. So I was still doing coaching and consulting, but, you know, getting a regular paycheck was always nice. Um, but then I got my dream job offer and that was like the pinnacle of my career, um, right before COVID. And that job was an executive level position. I was working for a very large company and I was creating this, this, um, new department and such and COVID hit mm. and they let me go. Mm. 
And I really felt very lost at that point. And this is 2020 now and um, felt very lost and had no idea what I was going to do. So I ended up going into business and starting a business coaching practice. And that's where I think we kind of met around that time. And I was helping small businesses create their business plans and their marketing strategies and helping them um, coach them through the difficulties, the ups and downs Mm -hmm. of being an entrepreneur. And um, then, you know, I think um, we get stuck in our old ways. We start to feel like we need to be comfortable again. And I, at that point, the business wasn't doing as much as we needed it to be doing financially. And so I found myself finding another full-time job and I ended up back in corporate America and in a position, a um, couple different positions since then. And again, January this year, 2023, I felt really, really burnt out again, but this time it took me eight months, not like 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> like so, January 2024, 2023, 2024. Okay. This past January. Okay. So I, just like a month ago. Yeah. Just a month ago. Um, I decided to quit my job again and mind you, I was the sole income even before this time. I'm not the sole income of my family, but I was the primary income and it was a huge leap again for me to, to quit my job. But I think this led to conversations you and I have had around not only burnout, but all the hats that we as women wear and how we are pulled in so many different directions. And we're trying to keep all the balls up in the air and there's a breaking point. There's a tipping Mm. point. And I went through that twice in my life and I find myself back to reevaluating my life and, what I've come to realize is it's not that I was broken Mm. and not that I failed because when you quit your job or if you're let go from your job, your confidence level, Oh yeah. You know, goes down. Like it's like a gut. It is. It it hurts. And, and my confidence level was shot quite a bit when I lost the, the really good job that I, had always wanted. I thought I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. You know, they didn't see value in me, you know, all those negative voices in my head. Um, so I think what happened was I needed that validation again. So that's why I went back into corporate Mm, because that's so, that's so powerful. You just said, like, can you say that again? So I needed the validation again, like I lost that confidence. So I needed validation. So I went and looked for it through another corporate job. Mm. And I think that's why I ended up unhappy again and Mm. burnt out again. Cause then I realized they don't value me. And I started to feel like I was being abused again. Right. And you and I had talked about this before that sometimes it's like, an abusive ex-boyfriend or relationship Mm. that I've been personally in an abusive relationship before, um, long time ago when I was young. And when I was describing my, um, burnout to a doctor back in the 2014 timeframe, um, she's like, it sounds like you're in an abusive relationship Mm. with someone you keep going back 
You keep going back for more. You keep making excuses. And that's what, that's exactly what I did. And I didn't learn my lesson. I ended up going back to corporate as my bad boyfriend. And though this time it only took eight months versus like I said, 13 years. And I realized I needed to get out of that relationship. And Mm. so now I've been since January, just been focusing on just rewiring the way I think, um, gaining more confidence back in who I am, but also really digging deep to figure out who am I, Mm. you know, who, who is Bobby? And I also go by Roberta and (laughs) I have ever my phone. I'm like, well, um, Bobby is how I have you in my phone. I asked her today when she came to my house, I was like, um, is it Roberta or is it Bobby? What do you prefer? Cause I have <laughs> you in my phone as Bobby, but we, we saw each other on Friday at a networking group. Um, after we had met the previous week, I think, mm-hmm. was it yeah. the previous week or same week? Um, and I'm like, okay, is it Roberta or Bobby? Like, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm using the correct terminology. Cause I know for me, um, people call me, you know, Jess, Jesse, Jessica, um, I prefer, you know, Jess or Jessica. Um, but I just want to make sure like, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't want to like create any, um, like, I just want to call people what they want to be called. Right. Yeah. Um, but you know, who do you see your, I mean, you're reprogramming mm-hmm. yourself, your silencing inner critics, your, um, you know, maybe there's sabotage. And these are all things that I'm talking about. Cause I do in my, myself, right. I think as humans, we, we have these things that whether it's programmed, um, you know, or it's just because we're humans, we're humans, yeah. like it's we're human the environment that we were brought up in. We were, we're humans, influenced. like yeah. our brains yeah. are helping protect us from the fears, the, the, the bears, right. So if you're, you're having negative thoughts or fear-based emotions, it's because you're human. Um, yes, there's also conditioning in childhood. There's conditioning in s- different circumstances and different experiences and relationships and different things. But as all humans, like whether you've had a good childhood, a bad childhood, it's a human experience and our human mind. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so, like you said, like referencing the, the, experience in corporate America, it's like a bad, it's like a, a boyfriend, bad relationship, abusive relationship. relationship. And there are some people that go through corporate America and they have great relationships and there are people that have great boyfriends and great marriages, Mm -hmm. but then there are also things that in relationships that are not good that you've had maybe in the past or currently, um, as well as corporate America situations. Um, so maybe describe an experience that, that you are like, okay, that was one example. Like you were talking about this morning when you got here, like you're having time to read. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like read, like as simple as reading is yeah. you're having time to read and do those things and work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. That you didn't have before. So right. share, share about that. I think I just got caught up and everyone does this. You just get caught up in life. You get caught up in your work. Um, you know, I, you want to do the best that you can every day, 
if you're a high performer or any person, you know, usually wants to do the best that they can when they're working full time at a job and or in a corporate career. And you just don't have the time to take that step back and really think about, is this the right place for me? Is this, why is it so hard sometimes? Or why is it so frustrating? Um, or this just isn't fitting. Like in my gut, this doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, if you want to use the word aligned, it's not aligned mm-hmm. with what I think my purpose is. Even if I don't know what my purpose truly is, I just know this wasn't mm-hmm. aligned with that gut feeling. Um, in that book, I mentioned to you that I was reading um, called You're Not Broken by Christopher Michael Duncan. He talks about um, being able to tap into your conscious and your subconscious mind. And one way to do that is when you think about, think about a really, really great experience that you had, whether it's giving birth to a child, getting married, or, you know, a certain special occasion, all of a sudden that evokes a physical, like happiness, joy in your heart. And you almost feel like, oh yeah, I remember that day. That was so beautiful. I can't believe that. That starts your endorphins going Mm -hmm. and it starts to change the way your mood is that day and, or that moment. But then think about a really bad, bad experience like car wreck or really bad experience with a, a boyfriend. All of a sudden you start to feel that physical inside your gut feeling like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, that was bad. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think about what happened, you know? And because I had a situation and I just, I don't ever want to think about it because it evokes such a physical Mm -hmm. response to myself. When I was in that job back in this past January, um, during December, actually, I took some time off for vacation and I was thinking about that job and it evoked that physical, like negative, I can't even look at my computer right now, kind of feeling, I don't even want to look at my email. And it just got to that point where that physical response was like, okay, this is not, Mm. this is not good. I mean, this is not good for my health. It's not good for my physical, my mental well-being. I think I need to step out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one thing you and I have in common is our faith. And Mm -hmm. that was a huge step of faith to be like, okay, Lord, what do you (laughs) want me to do now? Because we need the income. And I keep hearing that still small voice just telling me, just be patient. Mm -hmm. And be still, be Be still. still. (laughs) Now the emotions coming right. Be still and just seek out me, seek Mm -hmm. out the Lord and then seek out who I am. You Mm -hmm. know, who does God really want me to be in this world? And I feel like my identity was always Roberta in the corporate world that now that I'm away from there, I'm reevaluating, okay, what is my identity? Mm-hmm. Well, number one, I have to be reminded my identity is in Christ. It's yeah, my faith. Absolutely. So, you know, um, that's one thing I was reminded of and really have to think about every day. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, when you have, you know, like been, I mean, I feel, I feel like our culture even go to school, get a job. If you don't have a job, you're looked at as, um, 
lazy, lazy, right? Yeah. Like it's so interesting. Cause here I am at my house and like in the last seven years, how many times have I actually watched TV other than like listening to a sermon, mm -hmm. listening to a song. Um, YouTube is like my friend because I can listen, I can choose what I listen to. Right. I don't watch the news. Mm -hmm. Like I literally stopped watching. Yeah. I don't watch the news. Um, I don't watch Jerry Springer and all those other shows. Yeah. Um, I, I surround myself with people that are uplifting and positive and faith filled and but yeah, it does take this, like, and I'm not a still person, like getting still for me is like, what? Like, I thought I'm supposed to move. Right. Right. And so getting still, um, I remember when I went through a program called unique, it was through my church where they helped you come up with your purpose, your calling, your sweet spot, all of those things. It was so impactful because I never really thought about I'd read the purpose driven life. Right. So I knew I wanted to get up in the morning to have time to read the Bible. I knew I wanted to go on walks with Madison. I knew I wanted to move my body, you know, eat amazing, healthy food. Um, I wanted to take care of my body. Cause I was, um, you know, like, obviously I wasn't getting pregnant for a reason. Like, cause I wasn't taking care of my body. Um, a friend of mine, we were talking this morning and he said, actually it was a family member. He said, you know, your body's a temple. God's giving you this temple and like treating it well, right? Mm -hmm. Like you have all of these, think about our world right now, like, especially in the United States, like we have all these amazing things to keep us well, yet we treat our body sometimes with things that are not helping us be well, like sugar and, um, other things. And so, and even our minds, like even mm -hmm. our minds, like, um, you know, even certain songs now, I'm like, I don't even want to listen to that. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. even want to listen to that. Like yeah. I have my, uh, my station in my radio, my car on faith-filled music, worship music. Um, you know, I think about what I listen to in the morning with the kids. Um, there's certain things I don't want to watch and I don't want to listen to anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I'm choosing, um, even my space, like setting boundaries around what time I go to bed. Mm-hmm because I know sleep is important, right? Mm -hmm. Like scrolling Facebook is not worth me not getting sleep. Anymore, right. 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 Like I don't need and to we do get, that. We all get sucked into it too. Yeah. Like I'm that person who's like, people probably think I'm on Facebook all the time, but I'm that person who posts, but I have limits on how long I'm on there. Mm -hmm. Um, and so you mentioned our, our faith. Um, and I really, you mentioned a devotional, mm-hmm. Um, tell us about the devotional, uh, the silencing Job. Tell us yeah. about that. So, um, this devotional book is written by a friend of mine who goes to, uh, Midwestern theological seminary by Courtney Gorvo. And, um, it's called silencing Job and it's just short and sweet each day. And I think I'm on day 24, 25 or something like that. Um, but she addresses how the story of Job is applied in our lives today about, you know, all these things that may have happened to us throughout our past. Um, but how Job was so still faithful in claiming God as his Lord. Mm. And, but one thing I think people forget about in that story of Job is that God has a conversation with Satan at the very beginning and he allowed Satan to do the things that happened to Job. 
He said, you can do whatever you want. You just can't take his life. Mm. Basically I'm paraphrasing obviously, but, um, so he, God allowed those things to happen, but what did it do? It allowed Job to be not only steadfast in his faith, but also show the people around him, his faithfulness to the Lord, mm-hmm. his, his, you know, friends that came to see him, to try and lift him up and encourage him. He had to finally shut them down because they were just like, how can you deal with this? How can you, he was like my faith in my Lord, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, you know, when I left my job in January, I'm sure people that I know and my coworkers are like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> why are you quitting your job? Like, right. Are you crazy? Oh, trust me. You're losing I... your salary. You're losing, like, you. I don't understand you, mm-hmm. but you know what? I, I have faith that this was just not what was meant to be for me. I know that there's something else mm-hmm. and I'm willing to take that leap. Um, even if let's say the Lord allows Satan to do certain things to my life between now and whenever I know I'm still going to come out ahead because I'm a child of God and and I'm still going to claim him as my savior and that he is ultimately the one in control. Yes. You know, Satan's not in control. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, I definitely have those same feelings. I remember, um, December 12th, 2016, when, um, I was like going corporate America. And I remember like my first, I mean, me, I'm like celebrating you, right? Like there's some friends that are going to celebrate you and you start to see, um, your vibe attracts your tribe and the people that are faith filled that know that if you, like you said, like the bad relationship, like I have friends who like, I remember back in the day when I was dating, I had one friend who was like, if you don't make this happen, I'm going to come over there and help you make this happen. Like <laughs> she's the type of friend, um, Stephanie, if you're listening, you know, that like she's, there's types of people who are like, if you don't get out of there, I'm going to help you get out of there. Mm-hmm. If you need someone to lift you up one day when you're like, okay, did I make the right decision of leaving mm-hmm. my job? Call me first. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to be the first person to say, just keep like follow what God is telling you, because at the end of the day, like, you know, like I work for God. I don't work for people. Yes. I work with three. Yes. I have a book. Yes. I have a podcast. Yes. I, I mean, Facebook, I technically work for meta because they send me checks, but at the same time, I don't work for people. I work for God. Like he's the person I'm looking to please. I'm not looking to please people because guess Mm -hmm. what? Like I'm done with being a people pleaser. Like, I don't know about you, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I can live in the house I'm in, or I can live somewhere else. It doesn't matter where I live, who I'm with people, friends, family, like I am who I am. And some people will like me. Some people will like you, right? There's going to be some people who don't like us. Mm -hmm. And I found the more I shine my light, Mm -hmm. you're going to see more of that because Haters do come. They do. Yeah. Because it's shining a light on where maybe their confidence or their belief system is lacking. Mm -hmm. And I choose to love people. I mean, this is why I got this painting in the background to remind me, like, I'm all about love. I'm all about bringing good things to people, whether it's my faith, whether it's health, whether it's uh, friendship, right? Whatever it is, I'm bringing good things to people because I care about people. 
Right. With Bobby, I'm like, yeah. we connected because we have similar stories, different stories, but similar stories. Like we're leading this path of following God and being still and knowing that at the end of the day, like our jobs, our companies, whatever we're doing financial, you know, to create financial stability in our families or financial freedom, it doesn't define who we are because at the end of the day, God, we're a child of God. We're a masterpiece. We're, and he provides. And he provides. He provides no matter what. Yeah. He provides no matter what. Like the birds out here. They've been chirping more and more every day. It's getting closer to spring. They don't worry right. about anything. Yep. Matthew. <laughs> yeah. They don't worry. Right. Yeah. The the trees, you can see them right outside the window here. Like they're starting to like, you know, have some sprouts coming out. Right. And so as spring is, as we're turning into spring, um, here in Kansas city, um, you know, just knowing that and trusting that like. God has us. I mean, like you said, like at the end of the day, like Satan may come, um, you know, and all of that, but at the end of the day, you know, God is there for you. You know, that he is the one who you're following, Mm -hmm. who creates. Um, and I love when, you know, I'm praying and you know, I've started even praying for people, like as I'm with them, like mm-hmm. I had a friend do this for me. It's been probably a month now, but it's the first person I've ever been, has ever been like, you know, people say, I'll pray for you. Mm-hmm. I'll pray for you. And you're like, but really, will you? Cause yeah. I mean, life gets busy and I'll say that too. And I'm like, life gets busy, but she's like, no, let's pray right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. Like, okay. Yeah. So I started doing that myself because yeah. I was not a I I didn't grow up in church like yeah I've been growing in my faith I'm always like what do I say how do I say it but at the end of the day um like there's no wrong way to pray no, no. and whether it's silent silently or out loud um you know people have prayer rooms and different things um we had a service on Sunday that was about prayer um it was very interesting But I believe that at the end of the day, like, you know, you may have experiences in life, um, for some, like you talked about giving birth. I mean, I'm the person who I had not ever been in a hospital admitted into a hospital Uh until I gave birth. (laughs) I do not like needles. Um, and so I pass out like getting my, um, IV. I didn't pass out with the IV. I almost passed out with the IV. Um, then when they did my epidural, I was like, um, <laughs> and so like, I mean, literally like that was the most terrifying part of that. But once I had Madison, mm-hmm. it was the most joyful. Mm-hmm. So here was something that was like on the verge of like, why did I actually do this? Right. <laughs> what was I thinking to the most wonderful thing? And everybody has a different experience, mm-hmm. right? Um, in that whole birthing scenario, right? Some people give birth and their babies are healthy. Some mm-hmm. people give birth and their babies aren't healthy. And some people give birth and their babies are, you know, not living any longer. Um, so it's interesting. Like everybody can have a different experience in corporate America. People can have a great experience and a relationship. Some people have only had good relationships. Mm-hmm. Like they met the love of their life at the very beginning of their life. And they've only known that. 
They've never experienced anything different, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, there are people who have been through interesting relationship. We'll just call it interesting, (laughs) interesting relationships and are like at the moment where I remember when I was single and dating, I was like, am I ever going to be a husband? Like, (laughs) this is really interesting. And then I, I literally wrote out like what I wanted to create, what I wanted my next person I was dating. I didn't even look to marriage yet. Like I was Mm -hmm. like, can I just get through the dating part? (laughs) Um, and so I wrote down like 10 qualities. Um, and I even do this with like what I wanted my life to look like 10 qualities, um, that I wanted in, in a career Mm -hmm. and a company and a business, Mm -hmm. what I wanted that to look like, like I wanted, you know, I'm the person that doesn't like a boss. Like, I don't like being told what to do. Mm. I like being able to be an entrepreneur, be independent, but I also like systems and structure and duplication. Um, and I also like helping people. And so when I found something that like worked well with all of that, right. And I'm still creating what I'm wanting, um, and building that. Then I was like, okay, this is my, this is my journey. This is my you know, what I'm focused on. Um, and so for you, even it's just like, okay, thinking about what are your, the things that you do want, um, what things are important to you? Like you mentioned, like mm-hmm. being able to read these devotionals, like mm-hmm. being able to read books to have time to do that. Mm-hmm. And as you grow yourself and you grow your mind, you know, and new opportunities come mm-hmm. yeah, and new relationships come. Um, what else do you want to share? Cause I know we were running well, out of time here. Yeah. Um, one thing when you talked about writing down what you wanted, um, sometimes God gives you exactly what you thought you wanted. And that's the key word you thought you wanted. And then when you get it, you're like, okay, this isn't what I thought I wanted. <laughs> and God's done that to me over and over to the job title and responsibility. And once I've gotten in there, I'm like, oh, wait, this isn't what I, I didn't want a culture like this. I didn't want a boss that was like this, or I didn't want to do this. Well, that's because my list wasn't detailed enough, I think. So now I have to go back and really look at, okay, I need to write in more detail Mm -hmm. what I really truly would like. Mm -hmm. And ultimately at the end of that list will be Lord, let your will be done, not mine. Yes. You know, um, cause he's given me everything that I've ever wanted. The, the money, the positions, the, you know, all of that. And I still was so unhappy and still had burnout. And I think that's why this second time around, I'm really taking that step back to reflect as to why, why was I so unhappy? And so reassuring through reading some of these books that I'm not broken, Mm -hmm. it's not my confidence. It's not my skills or my ability. It's the way I think, Mm -hmm. and it's the way I was wired. And I really need to work on kind of rewiring the way I think and learn and grow. And so now's the time to read and learn more and pray and really seek the Lord on this. Cause I think in all the other situations, I never really said, okay, Lord, whatever you want, you know, or your will be done. It was more like, Lord, I really want this. I want that. Right. And he'd give it to me. And now I can picture him in my head going, 
told you, but you wouldn't listen. Right. So now I'm trying to listen. I know that's the <laughs> interesting part, right? Yeah. Like that's the learning yeah. um, of thinking we know everything and trust me, like I'm that person that I'm learning that myself too. Mm-hmm. Um, but he knows best yeah. and his will and what he wants for us is always the best. It's like why I said, like working for him, like, you know, there's, there's times when like, I have an opportunity in Thailand and I'm like, okay, Thailand, Okay. How, how does that work? Like you tell me more. Um, and you look at each day in our homes, um, in our communities, um, here we are on the internet. So this literally can go globally, Mm -hmm. right. To all people and all nations and all worlds. Um, but there are people who are out there praying for guidance. Mm -hmm. And I think like, instead of asking you know, I always, I like this little phrase that says like, you know, don't listen to the people that don't have what you want. Like if they're not happy, don't ask them about happiness. Right. Right. If they don't have God, don't ask them about God. Like think about like, if they don't believe, like go to the people or go to God, be still and go to God and ask him for what, like you said, but be very intentional intentional mm-hmm. with what you are asking for and praying for because yeah the, i mean i my aunt's single right now and i literally told her i said you better write down what you want because <laughs> you're just getting a lot of things right now and i'm like be very intentional on what yeah. you want yeah because you're getting a lot and you're attracting a lot mm-hmm. but what do you really want and you need to be intentional with that so same thing whether it goes for career or what does god want for her right and what does god want for her right so seeking that first um so that's what yeah do you remember the first few words of purpose-driven life the very first sentence of that book does it say be still no what's it say it's not about you (laughs) (laughs) i opened that book i need to go read it again the very first sentence i think is it says it's not about you oh my gosh yeah and that can hit you in the head and be like you're right Lord, it's not about me. Mm. It's how can I serve mm. others through you and through me? So that's yeah, great it's opportunity. Great for opportunity. You in yeah. Thailand. How yeah. can you best serve those people? Yeah. And yeah. I have a picture. Um, and I'm in the dining room of our house, my house here. And so there's a picture of kids from Africa. So, you know, as I worked on that volleyball tournament, you know, I had that picture up there because literally the well for for a volleyball tournament is to help those kids. Right. And so at times when I'd be like, Oh, tonight it's really busy. I'm really tired. I don't know if I want to go invite people to the tournament. I'd be like, no, Jessica, like literally life-saving water for those kids. Like if you don't do it, who's going to, mm-hmm. if you don't, who's going to, and how much time is it going to take? Well, for us, it took three years. It's a long time for some, but for some, like the, you know, I'm thinking about like, okay, if I didn't do it, like the impact of 4,000 people. Um, and so you think about, and that's just one time that's not over generations. That's not into that next generation of families, the next generation. So you think about that. Yes. It's not about you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even this morning, I think about, you know, getting up and being on a zoom at 7am for Asia Pacific. It's not about me. Like I'm on there to serve. Right. And thinking about how can I help someone in another country in another territory and another place. Um, 
with Bobby. I'm like, it's not about me. Like, I just want you to come over. I want you to be able to share your story. Um, and just, you know, bring light to people, bring hope to people. This morning I said, I'm a hope dealer, like just giving people hope. <laughs> I love it. Um, because at the end of the day, like someone somewhere is praying for hope. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be hopeless and helpless. <clears throat> and you're you, not alone. And you're not alone. That's the thing. Yeah. So many times we isolate ourselves and we feel like we're, we're so alone. Um, and this is another thing I read in a, a book I'm reading called unstuck is that you need people. Mm-hmm. to help you you can't do it on your own to get unstuck you need to reach out you know even just this conversation is going to help me propel me forward mm-hmm. even if we think we didn't really talk about anything <laughs> important it's <laughs> but important. It it's because important. I've reached out there's a human connection yeah. and we all I think are lacking that human connection mm-hmm. post-covid and I really feel like there's a lot of people out there that need to be unstuck yeah absolutely so, so um, go get unstuck today. I always think about like, what is the action or what is, what is it I need to pray about today? Be still and pray. Um, it's not about you. I feel like those are some of the big takeaways. Who can you reach out to yeah. today? Yeah. Who to can connect you, with? Yeah. Reach out and touch someone. Um, I, I love that saying reach out and touch someone. So hope you guys have an amazing day. Hi. Jessica Motter, Bobby O'Keefe. Um, hope you guys have a great day. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon, wherever you're at. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.